guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast or, of course, another IELTS Speaking Live. Today is episode number six, and we're going to be discussing transport and travel. Guys, I'm so excited, man. So excited because I have so many other things that I'm now beginning to add to this specific live. So just to give you guys a nice point of order, what's going to happen is at the conclusion of this, this season is going to end at 10 episodes. Now, guys, make sure you keep in mind that even though that the season ends on here, on Patreon, I'm still going to have things available for you and it's going to be continuously uploaded and I'll be going live over there. So please understand that, again, if you guys are taking or are going to take the test probably, I don't know, let's say like a month after uh, or a month later, let's say after October the 20th or in November, in December, Patreon is something great that you can actually build up your skills with, okay? It's my IELTS badge and everything. So again, if you're interested, do not hesitate to reach out to me and ask questions about that, okay? Because again, two free coaching uh, hours, two free assessment, uh, what is it, writing assessment, both of writing task one and two based on academic and general uh, depending on which one you're taking, because again, IELTS, we're covering both in that specific badge. So again, guys, if you're interested in that, I do hope that you guys reach out to me. Uh, and again, with that being said, there are classes, group classes, private coaching, all that stuff available too. So what I'm going to be doing here, guys, is I'm going to be discussing some good stuff today. Now, remember, next week is going to be completely different, okay? And the reason being... Because I'm going to bring someone on live to actually go through some of these, you know, some of the, the travel cues and the different questions I'm going to be asking them. In addition to that, there are going to be, uh, what is it, speaking part twos to talk about a place you would like to travel. Uh, and I'm going to be doing that and doing the listening on my Patreon. Okay, so just know that a lot of things will be going up on my Patreon, a lot of content over there. Only about probably 20% of the content goes up here, but and on the Patreon, lots of stuff goes up. So with that being said, guys, what I'm going to do is I'm going to good old screen share as usual. Uh, again, if you guys haven't seen my IELTS video from today, it's available on my page. Make sure you check that out, okay, because the IELTS video... And again, the podcast, they do such a great job. And a lot of people are interested in that. So you guys see me that I'm continuously looking down. It's because I'm trying to share my stuff to different pages so people can get awareness about what I am doing right now. So with that being said, guys, what I'm going to do, and today we're going to talk about transportation. We're going to talk about transfer transportation in Thailand, but also... The most important part of this is for you guys to communicate back to me, all right? Because, again, if we do not have that conversation and go back and forth, it's going to be a little bit difficult for you to express your ideas and build on your ideas. So now that that's all finished, let's screen share this bad boy, and then we're going to be going to the other side. So got to make sure I actually have my video on on the other side. And here we go. So here we go. Guys, topic talk. So 
You guys, if you don't already know, I'm living out here in good old Thailand, all right? And because I live out here, there are a number of different types of transportation. Obviously, you guys probably know that by now. So, wherever you are in the world, I know there are nurses, okay? There are nurses who live in uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, who live in Oman, live in Dubai. I want you guys to tell me, down below in the comment section, what types of transport do you have in your city? Now, before I get into what is actually on the picture, we have to, again, go back to where I am from, Las Vegas, Nevada. Born and raised in the Vegas craze. Now, the different types of transportation in Las Vegas, honestly, it's car and bus. That's all we have. Okay, if you guys say, well, there are motorcycles, but no, that's, again, a type of transportation in the realm of vehicles, but we don't have trains, okay? Obviously, because Las Vegas is very vast, and there aren't that many people who actually live there, right? Only 2 million. But the thing is, there's not much traffic as there is in L.A., so we don't really need trains. Although we do, but the ridership would be extremely low. So what you have, you have buses. And the problem with buses are they stink because, obviously, Las Vegas has a lot of homeless people, and these homeless people get on the buses for free. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. But just trying to put this into perspective, okay? So you guys are looking at this right now, all right? Just want to say hello to Lu Duong. We're going to talk about transportation. So Lu, if you want to make this interactive, tell me about transportation, I believe, if you are living in Vietnam. Now, me, I've traveled to Dalat last year, absolutely loved it. I was actually going to move there, honestly. And I still do because... I wouldn't mind living in Vietnam for six months before I trek over to South America. But anyways, that's another conversation for another day. So in Dalat, you have motorbikes and cars. There are buses you could go to interprovincially, but that's basically your transportation. In Ho Chi Minh, they're coming out with the train Sioux. I'm not exactly sure. Again, Lu, Lu Duong, you said, how do you know that I live there? It's because your name because I know Vietnam very well. I have plenty of Vietnamese friends and students from Vietnam. So uh, yeah, based on your name, that's why I guessed it. I probably just said, hey, you're from, you're from Vietnam. I don't know if you live there, but nonetheless, there you go. So with that being said, not that many. However, okay, so Las Vegas, we have the cars, we have buses. There's really nothing else. We don't have boats. There's barely any water in the lake. We don't have trains. But Thailand is one of those special places because there are a number of different types of transportation. So here in Thailand, basically, um, got, a, got a mate from Dalat, Texas. Uh, Dalat, Vietnam, by the way. Yeah, Dalat, Vietnam. Love that place. Um, but yeah, okay, so here we go. The MRT. We have Tuk Tuk. Okay, Tuk Tuk is like, a, if you guys are listening to me on the podcast, it's a three-wheel carriage, literally, okay? And you just hop on in the back and you get charged an extortionate amount. <laughs> you have taxis. Now, what they did not mention here is that there is grab taxi and grab bike now also. Okay, that's all based on application. Very good stuff. So we have the BTS. Now, a lot of people are like, okay, Arsenio, I don't understand. MRT, down below, BTS, they call it the SkyTrain. 
But because Thailand has so many different lines getting ready to debut over the next couple of years, we have to color code them. There's no way that we could just say, oh, yeah, the BTS, the MRT, because technically the MRT is no longer just subway. On my side of town, it's elevated, just like the orange line. It's primarily an MRT, meaning underground, but a lot of it is elevated heading to, uh, heading east towards the airport. So we have to color code them. So the BTS is the green line. This is the blue line. There's also a purple line. The gold line is debuting next year. Now, the red line should be... Uh, yeah, Dalat Vietnam is what I'm talking about, Lou. Uh, yeah, Dalat Vietnam, absolutely love that place. I've been to Ho Chi Minh also. Uh, but yeah, I never heard of Dalat, Texas, to be honest with you. <laughs> and I'm from Vegas. There's too many towns out there in America for me to just memorize everything. But anyways, so color coding system, important. We have the red line. We have the pink line. We have the yellow line. We have the brown line. We have the gray line. We have the... I don't know. There was another line. I forgot. But there are six new lines that will debut. So we can no longer say BTS and this. We have to color code everything as a train. Then we have these ugly ass buses. I emphasize that because first and foremost, the problem with these red buses is that they don't get like real drivers uh, that are actually licensed to drive. They get people who are schizophrenic. Okay. I've seen this with my own eyes. I thought this guy was talking to someone, but he was actually talking to himself. He was driving the bus. That was the scariest bus drive I've ever had in my life. My friend thought it was just a big joy ride, so she hung, she hung on to the bars above her head, and she was just swinging around like a mad woman. I'm like, oh, my God. So those red buses, they're disgusting. They have cockroaches and everything inside of them. However, they're beginning after rampant corruption. Uh, they're beginning to unveil some of the beautiful blue buses that – First had come from China into Malaysia. The Malaysia shipped them into the port, Lam Chabang, which is more comfortable. They're new. So they're kind of taking off these ugly old buses. They're getting rid of them or they're literally changing them up. Just giving you guys descriptions on how you can explain what type of buses are. You're just not going to say there's a red bus and there's this bus. You could talk about the different types of buses also. There's an old bus, there's a new bus, there's a shuttle bus for specific shopping centers that are very comfortable. There's another shuttle bus in the city center surrounded, uh, well, that which surrounds or like, you know, the location is around Chulalongkorn University, right? And it's free for students. Again, this is a way that you can express yourself, all right? You don't just have to say, yeah, well, in my town, we have a train. We have a bus. We have the No, no, no. Explain. And then explain very briefly what they do. All right? So here. Oh, my God. If you guys are watching this, this one right here. <laughs> this is notorious. Okay. So this is, call it a speedboat, whatever you want. But that river you see, but maybe not that particular river. But there is a river called Klong Sap Sap. This river is notorious. The water is black. It's beyond bacteria. Let's just put it this way. If you were to get any of that water on your skin, you would get a rash. That's how bad it is. So there's a place where you could go. If you drive from, okay, let's just put it this way. 
there's a place, right? A and B. If you drive from A to B, it takes one hour. If you take this boat, it would take five minutes. But it comes at a significant cost, right? If you don't get any water on your face, you have survived. If you do get water on your face, you have failed. All right? And then, of course, there is win motorcycle. Win, again, people are looking at this saying, oh, that's a moped. Yes, but here in Thailand, they say motorcycle. Psych as in psych, as in, yeah, right, as in joke, right? S-I-K-E, motorcycle is what they say. These guys, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're terrible. It just all depends. The new line that opened up over here, normally I get off the train. They say, bye, night cup, meaning, where are you going, sir? And I say, blah, 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 I give them the money. They're very, very nice. But some are just horrible people. And they charge extortionate amounts in regards to this. So to ask yourself and to even double down on this, which form of transportation has the most benefits? Okay, the most benefits. Now, obviously, the different color-coded lines in regards to the trains here in Thailand. Oh, you also have the state railroad of Thailand, but those trains are about a hundred years old. So yeah, they're trying to debut new trains, but they still have old tracks, old tracks, new trains. doesn't really matter. <laughs> You're just covering up the problem. You have to fix it all. So we have the state railroad train. However, guys, I'm going to be honest with you in a location I used to live. If I took, and I did, I took the train in the morning to go to work. It would take six minutes. If I took the mot uh, wind motorcycle, this guy down here, and they get on and take a bus, it would take an hour and a half to get to work. Six minutes or an hour and a half. So sometimes, man, don't knock. Don't knock the old. It gets the job done sometimes. Which one has the most benefits? So I want you guys to think about it. Wherever you are in the world right now, I got some viewers out there. Tell me what form of transportation in your city, wherever you live, has the most benefits. And tell me why. Give me two sentences to why. So, example, the SkyTrain. It has the most benefits because two reasons. One, the comfortability. It's brand new. You can sit down. The air condition. There are a number of different things in the environment overall, as well as getting the key card, going downstairs, the escalator. Everything is up to par. The technology is fantastic. Okay. Two, it takes you all around town. So again, if I were to take, give me an example, one of my banking executives who lived, who doesn't live too far from me, it takes him two and a half hours to get to work because he wants to drive a car, but he lives at one of the new SkyTrain stations. So if he were to suck it up and say, okay, I'm just going to take the train, it would take him four minutes, probably about 15 minutes to get to that station and walk about 10 minutes so he gets his workout in in the morning. It's only going to take a half hour to get there. So, guys, again, the most benefits, by far the train. By far the train. Because some places are damn near untouchable. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Grab taxi and grab bike. This is just like Uber in America. Phenomenal. The grab bike, it could go through all the traffic. So, if you go through anywhere like near the palace which is just over the river. You could, you could weave and whirve and go through all, swerve and everything all through the traffic. 
because there's practically only one lane anyways. It's a tragedy. So those are the uh, uh, grab bike. And again, the public transportation, the most benefits. The biggest drawbacks I would have to say is, I guess, uh, you know, when it comes to money, the tuk-tuk and the wind motorcycle, because they're not fair whatsoever. And if you speak only English, they're going to take everything from you. They're going to take all your money. Okay. Now that's number one. Uh, the number two, the buses open air in Bangkok, 40 degrees, insane amount of pollution, hot as hell. They put these little fans. They literally put fans in the ceiling like it's going to make it better, which, I mean, probably 5% chance does. But, yeah, I would say that has the most significant drawbacks because it it just literally just – you just sit there. You sit in traffic, and that's all you do. But the blue buses are comfortable. They're very comfortable, okay? But sometimes they have maniacs who drive the blue buses, which is another drawback. Okay. Now, what form of transport does Arsenio use? What form of transport do you use the most? Now, I would say the form of transport that I use the most is probably, oh my God, man, this is good. Um, uh, probably the bus, because if we actually look at it, I shoot straight up this road, 10 kilometers. Um, what is it? What is it? The, uh, oh my God, what am I trying to say? Uh, if I shoot straight up the road, it takes probably about 30 minutes. So I'm actually sitting about 30 minutes on bus to go to work. And I sit on the bus, maybe five to 10 minutes coming back. So total throughout the day, I spend definitely more time on the bus than I do the train. The train would only be maybe for about 25 to 30 minutes. Okay. So I use the bus more. But at the same time, there is some times that I take the taxi, use the taxi maybe about 25 minutes a week. Uh, I use Grab Taxi probably about 25 to 30 minutes a week. Uh, the motorcycle, I use that maybe about four to five minutes a week. Uh, the train, it all depends. But I would say I use that maybe uh, 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 maybe a couple hours a week. But the bus, I use it more. Probably about 60 to 70% time I am on the bus, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately so again which foreign transport is the most popular in your country so for everyone who is watching out there comment do not be afraid i see a lot of you watching out there what form of transportation is the most popular in your country okay what's the most popular now the more trains they open the better but again, the road to Bangkok can only house 1 million cars a day, but it has 10 times that amount. There are 10 million cars that go in and out of this place. Guys, I kid you not. I'm looking right down there, and I see traffic that's backed up probably about four kilometers. I know in the Philippines, it's probably similar, right? So again, this is why a mass transit system is very important. Why didn't they put this in place? Probably in the early 2000s. I have no idea. I didn't live here. Um, it's only been expedited over the last four years because they re realized the severity of the situation based on the pollution levels in eastern Bangkok in a place called Lakarbang, reaching 400 to 500. We're talking Indian levels. No offense to my Indians. You guys got some pollution out there. Um, 
Yeah. And so now they're like, okay, we need to start building this. We need to build it fast. So now the monorail system, high speed, somewhat of a train, which is the red line. All these trains are going up, but do they go into the super blocks? Is that guys, the super block is like this big, right? It's kind of like living somewhere in China, right? A massive block of, of, of homes that people live in. So how long is it going to take for anyone who lives in that super block to get to the main road to take transportation to the train? That's another big issue that they're going to have. So then everyone's going to flock to the areas around the train system. This is why they're building condominiums so that they could get all those people. It's just, it's, it's a problem that's just going to keep revolving around and around and around. It's a shame. It is shameful. Believe me. So nonetheless, there it is, guys. You have one, two, three, four questions to answer. Okay. What are some of the benefits of transportation? How can you alleviate? Now, these are some very difficult questions if you want to answer these. How can you alleviate some of the uh, the traffic congestion, uh, the pollution, the environmental pollution? These are some questions that might be asked on your IELTS. Now, again, there's no one, to, there's no particular thing to prepare for because a lot of you are like, oh, these are the questions that were asked. Those questions they ask you, they did not ask the other examiner right after you, okay? Unless they just have that, unless they have just one paper. I'm just going to ask everyone the same thing. Doubtful, very doubtful. So be prepared for everything. So what you guys can do, it's all about vocabulary development, yeah? So this is what I'm going to be showing you guys next. Now, it says complete the sentences and the words well, with the words in the box. Now, the box, it's not much of a box, but it's a pre-formatted box, okay? So, there it is. We have breakdown, okay? Not the phrasal verb, but the noun. Collision, congestion, overtake, cycle lanes. I think I put overtake two times. That's really weird. Uh, park and ride, okay? So, again, I want to talk about park and ride coming up very, very soon. Pedestrian crossings rush hour subsidized traffic calming measures. So if we think about it, if you guys look where you're living right now, what kind of traffic calming measures can they implement to slow down traffic in areas where there would be a lot of people possibly speeding? So traffic calming measures, they have 15 miles per hour speed limit uh, in zones out there in Las Vegas. And it's crazy because the cops, if you speed, you're in trouble because they have those speedometers. And if you speed going over the bridge, boom, they got you, bam, you're pulled over, $400 ticket. So you have to be careful. Here in Thailand, they don't have that, okay? They just tell random people to pull over, and then they say, okay, give me some money. That's just how it is out there. It's or out here. Very unfortunate. Thailand does need traffic calming measures, I believe. But again, if you have traffic calming measures, then would come increased traffic, right? So a traffic common measure, I wish I put a picture up. You guys can actually check it out, but it could be like an island. So if you have two lanes and this place is notorious, you could put like a little island, an island such as like, let's just say some concrete with some grass and a tree right there. So then you have to slightly make like a little bit of a right and then a left and then a right. 
and then a left. So that means it's not just a straight road. This reduces the amount of speed because if you actually go through that at top speed, you're more than likely going to hit the side of the curb and your car is going to flip over. So the that's a traffic common measure that you can actually implement. Um, again, that's me just giving you guys an example. Um, cycling lanes. They have this out there near the airport. You have to pay money to get in, but it's very, very fresh air. Or you could go to a place a place called Banca Chao. So I'm giving you guys a lot of examples in regards to these specific phrases that I'm talking to you about. Now, yeah, you could got you guys could go on to my website and you could put these all into the bullet point in the sentences that I have down below. Uh, but I'm just giving you guys just a lot of examples. Yeah, um, rush hour. Rush hour is basically every day here in Thailand. Not every day, all day, okay? It gets really bad, yes, in the evening. <laughs> Guys, oh my God. Let me give you an example of rush hour. Now, again, this is all in regards to traffic. Use these different types of phrases and words to describe things and give a little bit of a story, one or two sentences behind it, okay? So, rush hour and uh, what is it? In Bangkok, it starts probably around what? 6, 6.30 a.m. Sometimes it could start at 5 a.m. It all depends. But I remember when I used to drive into Bangkok from just probably about 25 kilometers outside, I have to leave my home before 5.30 a.m. to avoid traffic. If I leave like at 6.30 a.m., it's too late. It will take me two hours to drive 25 kilometers, which is about, I don't know. I'm not really good with math. 14 to 16 months, two hours. So again, I don't know about you guys out there. Hello, Shazia. Shazia is one of my longtime folks out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you so much. She's like, hello, good evening to all, and good evening to you too. Um, so then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to waste this much time sitting in traffic. So this is why I moved to a location like this, because I have a train here. And just in case, I'm very, very fortunate to not even know, but the other train line finally had opened up last December. But when I originally moved here, it was just a station sitting there. I never knew what it was. I thought it was the last station on this line right outside my 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 home, but it wasn't. It was a line cutting through the entire city, through the suburbs, and I say probably about half the time. And there are no people on that train. So I could sit down comfortably for the next 16 minutes until we reach the purple line, which then a lot of people would come on. So nonetheless, again, Shazia, this is a good question for you. Talk to me about rush hour. Talk to me about rush hour where you live. Now, again, I am aware that you are living in Dubai, if I'm not mistaken, or Qatar. I'm not exactly sure. But tell me about what you think uh, the rush, what, what do you think about rush hour? How long are the hours for? And what are some ways that the government could possibly alleviate some of the congestion, which is right here? Or again, uh, unfortunately, to give you guys this statistic, Thailand has the highest fatality rate on the, in the world on the road. Um, 60 people a day die. Yeah, so again, Lu, Lu Duong, he said, may cause more traffic congestion by that idea. You're right. So traffic common, uh, what is it? Traffic common measures, not, you can't put that out here in Thailand. You could probably put that in uh, places where you, 
where you have those the guys with the they take the spoilers off, right? They take the spoilers off or whatever you call that off the motorcycle. So it sounds like Neh! and so they go flying down the road, right? But this is very dangerous because all it takes is someone to pull out very quickly and that person dies. Thus, why Thailand has 60 fatalities on the road every day in the country because people feel the need for speed. Okay. So again, big, big issue with that. So again, there are lots of collisions in upcountry. This is when bus drivers fall asleep, unfortunately, and they collide uh, with pickup trucks head on. This happens so often. Again, sad story. Uh, but how can you avoid that? Think about it. If fatalities or if, yeah, if fatalities on the road are very high in your country, how can the government start implementing things to avoid that or to at least reduce it somewhat okay all right here we go breakdowns oh my god if there's a breakdown on the main road all hell breaks loose we're talking that's 10 15 minutes of congestion cycle lanes there's no such thing as cycle lanes it's they literally just drive and park in it out here in thailand you can't do that in australia i think australia sydney and melbourne are phenomenal cities because again people abide by the rules right there's a bus lane there's a cycling lane. If you drive in that and you're not supposed to, you're going to get in loads of trouble. So again, those types of laws are good for people who are law-abiding citizens. But you cannot put it into a country where, again, people don't abide by the law or money talks. Got it? So I'm going to top this one off with park and ride. So park and ride. What is park and ride? Oh, my God. Oh, God. I've been speaking for so much. Park and ride is where you get – this is what they do in Sydney. Mooney Ponds, Box Hill. These are suburbs both in – well, actually both in Melbourne. People park at the train station, and they take the train into the city because parking is too expensive. This is good. This is, reduces the amount of congestion. This is why Singapore is another city that is – phenomenal it's a phenomenal city because during rush hour they increase road tax very very smart um oh yeah she said network issue yeah again uh shazia the question is i completely forgot the question but how can they reduce the amount of congestion in your city where you're living right now and i know depending on what city you're in i know you have congestion Okay, so with that being said, here we go. Park and ride. In Sydney, they have this for just about everyone. They have parking at every train station. Whether you live in Fern Tree Gully, if you live out there in Cobalt, if you live in, uh, what is it, Ramstead, Avalon, Palm Beach, whatever it may be. If there's a train that goes through, you can park there and take the train into the city. Very good. That's called park. Park your car and ride. Unfortunately, here in Thailand, they don't have park and ride. And the reason being is because they never thought about that when they had initially built the, the, the different train systems. Now they do have it for the newer lines, the purple line. They have the park and ride, which is really, really good because they're very massive and they house probably two to 5,000 cars. You guys would be like, well, 10 million cars, two to 5,000, not a good ratio. Agreed, but it's better than nothing, okay? So a lot of people do park there. 
they walk across the bridge and they shoot off. This is really good because it alleviates traffic congestion. Okay. Uh, because obviously you're, you're, you're more, you're economical because you're not taking your car, which you don't have to into the city. That really helps. So again, park and ride. They have huge ones coming out real soon with the new train stations. But over here, where I live, if I show you the park and ride, you guys can mention it to me. Let me know if you if you guys can mention to me, can I see the park and ride at your train station right next to you? You guys are going to laugh. You guys are going to laugh. You have to remind me through message, and I'm going to post it on my Facebook page, okay? So be sure to ask. So again, do you have park and ride for different modes of transportation in your city? These are questions to ask yourself. Okay, I've said that so many times today. But again, what this does is it, it gives you a way to use different vocabulary and develop your ideas as you're speaking. That's what's so phenomenal about it, right? Because again, a lot of you, I know you have a tendency of speaking but then you lose your ideas. You're like, oh my God, my idea went away. It's because, well, obviously one, you do not speak English often. Two, it's because you can't carry it. So what you guys should be doing is, again, taking notes on how do I carry this? How has Arsenio been able to speak for 40, literally 40 minutes straight? How does he do that? So again, if I could do it, obviously you could do it. I don't want you to do that on IELTS, but it's all about just development. So again, if you guys want to answer any of those questions, just want to say hello to Thad, Nita, and Zahani. We got, we got quite a few people coming in now. This is pretty cool. So anyways, guys, my blog, I'm going to definitely post it in the comment section, thearseniobuckshow.com. You're going to have these really cool, again, sentences that you could fill these words in with. Okay, this is some good free writing and free speaking activities, such as questions one through four, that you can journal both in the morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're free throughout the day. All right. So for anyone who is interested, next week, I'm going to be doing some live sessions because I've had about two inquiries already. Now, if you're interested in talking about travel in general, this is the next phase. If you want to practice your speaking, again, I literally put Patreon here. Now, for those of you that do not know what the Patreon is, if you guys, again, are on a budget, it's really good for you to go over to Patreon 1. You get two free coaching hours. You get one writing task, one assessment. I mean, evaluation and writing task two evaluation. You get exclusive podcasts. You get exclusive material. You get exclusive listening. You get a lot of things on that Patreon badge, all for $50 for one month. So if you're going to take the test after October uh, 20th, again, this is something that you might would you probably would be interested in because you're getting about anywhere between $500 to $900 worth of content and a $50 subscription. So if you guys are interested in that, let me know. Now, if you're interested in the task that's going to be going up tomorrow, if you're not afraid to unveil your face, okay, I will be more than happy to go through some traveling things, some cues, some part two and part three with some of you out there in about a 30 to 40 minute session. If you want more details, reach out to me 
in this specific, um, what is it, in this, uh, in my group or through my Facebook uh, private profile. So I'm going to hurry up before I top this off. Shazil, she said, in my opinion, reducing traffic congestion to reduce transport. Ah, okay. So reduce uh, the amount of transportation or the amount of cars so you can alleviate traffic congestion. So again, if anyone can work near their area or home, they can they can go back home by walking. So basically what uh, Shazi is saying is that if you can live near your work, you could reduce the amount of obviously greenhouse gases and make it very economical by walking to work. But if you can't, there should be more park and ride services so that you can park at different stations on the outskirts of town so you don't have to commute in to the city. That's very good. And that would alleviate traffic congestion, right? So that you have a reliable mass transit system. Look at New York. I mean, those subways are filthy, disgusting, but they've been there for 100 years. And there's not crazy traffic in New York. Singapore, no way. The road tax is insane. And for you to have a car in Singapore, you need about 1 million US dollars. Literally, believe me. Um, also, if you look at Japan, if you look at Korea, those modes of transportation in those countries are phenomenal. Phenomenal beyond belief. And so, again, it's all about, okay, we can reduce the amount of congestion by providing one reason here. One reason to hear, supporting detail number one, supporting detail number two. So Shazia, your overall, in your opinion, a way that we can reduce traffic congestion is by having reliable transportation, such as possibly people living near their work. They can walk or bike to work to make it even more economical. And two, have more park and ride stations on the outskirts, if subways or trains are available so that they can take public transportation into city limits. Boom. That's exactly what you were trying to say. So with that being said, guys, oh, I'm so bummed. There are no subtitles. I'm so sorry about that, guys. But nonetheless, man, thank you. I hope that this actually, yeah, I hope that you guys can hear me clearly. I hope that it wasn't breaking up or anything. Uh, but again, guys, man, oh. <sighs> That is the end. If you guys want to check that out even more, the future of air travel in the midst of uh, COVID. This was done by Wall Street Journal. And then CNBC, the future of air travel, six feet apart. This is another video. This is really good stuff to give you ideas. So again, think about it. People, if you have difficulty answering specific questions, just look up different tutorials on YouTube and take notes like, oh, that's a really good point. Okay. Oh, that's another good point. So that you can hear native English speakers speak and say, okay, what ideas? You know what? Those are two very good ideas. Let me take those. Let me do some research. Okay. Now, if I'm asked this, okay, but what about this? What about the rounded question? Always think two steps ahead so that you can always go back and forth with the examiner and you won't get stuck at any point in time. Because again, it could be very, very difficult and daunting to go, again, hand in hand. So do you think that's going to happen? Are you sure? Really? Why? You see, you're going to have to be able to support your argument. So it's always good to 
Hey, teaching, virtual teaching. Okay, virtual teaching, good or bad. Write that in on Google. Write it in on YouTube. Get it from your reputable sources, not just YouTubers who just go blah, 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 and complain about everything. That's not going to help you. Go to reputable sources and look at the different ways that they use the negative and the positive, right? The advantages and the disadvantages. The future. So then you can hear how they use future tenses. This can all build your body of work in general. All right? So with that being said, guys, you can check out my blog. Again, Patreon if you're interested even more in the Patreon and what I have to offer over there. Or if you have a test coming up in two weeks and you're excited, you want one-on-one coaching or you have a friend and you want group uh, group coaching for cheaper or you want IELTS-based speaking classes, if you're interested in that, that's the cheapest product out there, you let me know, all right? So with that being said, guys, I just want to say thank you so much to Shazia. Thank you so much for everyone, to everyone who was or has been watching me from around the world. I appreciate it so much. And guys, stay tuned for more if you're interested in that one-on-one session online. Again, I'm waiting on people to contact me. So thank you so much again. I will be waiting for you guys next Friday and throughout the, well, not next Friday because I have a big traveling day. But throughout the week, we're going to have a ton of videos. So stay tuned on my page and I'll be seeing you then. I'm your host. As always, thanks for tuning in. Over and out.